0: So make sure to go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to another edition of the It's Cavalier podcast. As always, it's your boy, Mac. Heading into this weekend's matchup with the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Cavs are riding high on the return of none other than Ricky Rubio. who made his season debut after 380 days away from competitive basketball. Again, 380 days away from the game. After tearing his ACL on that fateful night back on December 28th, 2021. That's a long time. That is an incredibly long time to be away from the game of basketball. And it was honestly really, really good to see him. It it honestly nearly brought me to tears. His presence has been that missed. I mean, just to see him get get to go out there and, and play after suffering that, after being just so pivotal for the Cavs is just awesome to see and I know we've talked at length numerous times numerous occasions about Ricky Rubio and and how he helped steer the 2021-22 iteration of this Cleveland Cavaliers team to a 20 and 14 mark through his 34 total appearances and while his stat line uh last season may not have reflected him being that impactful he truly was Um, Rubio, honestly, will be a topic for the duration of the season. As I know, many Cavs outlets across the league will probably be covering this. Uh, but last night's game was about the team basketball. This squad was playing for stretches. Uh, there may have been no standout in particular, although several Cavs easily made a case for it. Uh, Jared Allen was pretty impressive showing flashes of what made him an all-star last season. He would finish with 19 points, eight rebounds, two assists and two blocks, Evan Mobley uh, beside him had it going pretty early and appeared to be rolling until knocking knees with the Timberwolves and exiting in the second quarter. Uh, the good news is that he did eventually return to midway through the third. He would also finish with 19-8. and eight. Now, I was really interested to see how both he and, uh, and Jared Allen would fare against one of the game's best defenders in Rudy Gobert, although by Gobert's lofty standards, he's kind of having – uh in an off season to be quite frank uh but fortunately for the Cavs Rudy Gobert exited the game after the first half with groin soreness and didn't return now to my knowledge just watching how everything was playing out how Gobert was really locking down the paint and playing physical basketball i thought that was a big loss for minnesota and i thought that really kind of um put the game in perspective for the Cavs that it was within reach and it was a perfectly winnable game, but man, did things decide to prove me wrong in regards to that. Now in regards to Cleveland, the the, the style of play from the other night, uh, the ball was moving, moving with a ton of energy and the team just seemed to be having fun for a lot of the time out there. And it, it really honestly is funny how that seemed to coincide with the return of Ricky Rubio. ain't it, uh, and then when you consider the fact that this team has gone on a five-game road trip uh, up to that point, where they played in three time zones at various times, it makes you feel even better. Uh, they're out there enjoying the game of basketball on someone else's court for a lot of this one. It's not exactly like they were, you know, playing the way that we've constantly seen them play at home. They were on somebody else's court, so that did make me feel good. That don't mean it was all sunshine and rainbows though. Uh, let's just put that in perspective. Let's let's put that out there. Uh, the Timberwolves are playing on the second night of a back to back. And that kind of honestly led me to believe uh, that they would probably be lacking in the energy department. But holy hell, it was that far from the case. Um, Anthony Edwards in particular was scoring the basketball from all over. We know how good Anthony Edwards is, and he's only going to continue to get better. He's such a young fella. Um, he's he's very fun to watch, very athletic, and constantly improving on his game. Uh, he kept driving to the basket, and the Cavs struggled to find an answer for him time, uh, at times. He led his team with 26 points and added six rebounds and seven assists. Pretty, uh, pretty good all-around game from him. I would expect nothing less, especially considering uh, what Minnesota was missing on the night. Uh Reed really picked up where Gobert uh left off. He picked up a lot of Gobert slack after he exited. He finished the game with 17 points and seven rebounds. And even still, you know, the Cavs appear to be on their way to victory up until the third quarter, man. Like I, I don't know what's going on here. It's definitely something that pisses me off to no end. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the blown leads keep adding up, uh, mind you, this was a game where the Wolves were already without their best player in Carl Anthony Towns, who's missed a lot of time now. Uh, and then they lost their second or third best player, depending upon how you look at it, in Rudy Gobert uh, in that third. So I, I thought this was a completely winnable game. I thought the Cavs had it in the back, considering the opponent and the, the circumstances, the fact that they are on the second leg of a, you know, a back-to-back, just a lot of different things pointing to the direction of a Cavalier win. Um, And the Cavs, you know, they led by the score of 54 to 49 heading into that second half, heading into that third quarter. Uh, That doesn't mean by any stretch of the imagination that they had the game in hand. But when you build that lead up to 14 with under eight minutes to go in that third period, you would think that things were going to, you know, going pretty smoothly and that victory should be well within reach. At least I did. Um, You know, if you guys feel differently, feel free to comment down below in the comments. Uh, And yet after that Isaac Okoro layup that put them up 69 to 55, this game took a turn for the worst, honestly. I mean, there's there's just no way around it. I can't really um, <laughs> you know, I can't really mince words here. Uh Minnesota went on a 10-0 run that just kind of seemed to break Cleveland's spirit. Uh, they would end up using that run to help close the gap to 80-77 heading into the fourth, which you know, midway through that third quarter, I'm like. There's no way that they're going to blow this. Uh, there's no way that Minnesota, considering the players that they've lost, the the, the bench unit that they're playing with, uh, is going to be able to pull out a win. And, man, it, things just took a turn for the worst. Uh, they the, the lineup that they rolled out to start the fourth was Luka Garza, Kyle Anderson, Jalen Noel, uh, Austin Rivers, and former Cavalier Torian Prince. Uh, shout out to him. Um, very, very... Uh, impactful player for such a short period of time when he was with Cleveland. Uh, absolutely nothing scary about that lineup, right? Wrong. Wrong. They had nothing to lose because most fans, including myself, uh, probably counted them out already, and the Cavs appear to underestimate their opponents just like I did, to be honest with you. Uh, Luca Garza and Jalen Noel took over in the fourth quarter, scoring 15 of the was 33 fourth quarter points. I mean, are you kidding me? Luca freaking Garza? Jalen Noel? Come on. And it's not like it was bombs away either. They only completed three three-pointers in that period. They just played fundamentally smart basketball and didn't really turn the ball over like the Cavs did. Uh, they committed one turnover to Cleveland's five in that final frame. And, you know, we know turnovers can be a huge problem for any team. It's been one of the biggest talking points in regards to Darius Garland this season. Um, you know, I've, heard, I've heard people on numerous occasions talk about how this has been a continual issue for a number of Cavs and just really honestly the Cavaliers in general. Uh, those turnovers, whether it be tonight's game, well, um, last night's game or uh, prior games, they can really swing a game depending upon when they come like no turnovers created equally, obviously, but some of them can really swing a game depending upon the momentum that's occurring. Like the turnover Evan Mobley committed that ended up resulting in a Garza triple. Uh, The Cavs also went ice cold from range, completing just one of nine in that final period. And while they did manage to convert over 50% of their total field goals in the final 12 minutes, they didn't play well at all defensively in that span of time. And for a team who has consistently been at the top of the league's rankings in regards to defense, uh, sometimes you know things just don't seem to be all together. And I know that there's a lot of factors at play here. I know that they're still trying to figure out the, the bench unit uh, defensively. They're trying to figure out how to incorporate Ricky Rubio into things. Uh, Kevin Love has had to play a large stretch of his minutes, manning down that four or five spot when either Evan Mobley or Jared Allen pick up too many fouls. Um, and frankly, we just know Kevin Love is just not that type of player and he never really has been, uh, just not a defensive type of, uh, forward or center at this point in his career. and Never will be. <laughs> not going to mince words there. Uh, Minnesota was able to score at will to that point, going 14 of 19 from the field. That's good for 73.7%. Guys, Cleveland has got to do better. Just no excuses. They absolutely have to do better. For Christ's sake, many their bench scored 56 points, bro. 56 fucking points. Their bench out are starting unit their bench compare that to cleveland's own 26 bench points and it's easy to see why i might be upset about that because we continuously talk about cleveland's lack of bench production and look i mean i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna sugarcoat it here a lot of that has to do with so many fluctuating pieces on that bench whether it be your plugging and playing with carousel Lavert, whether you're talking about how to fill the void left by dean wade since he's been injured Ricky Rubio not coming back until just two games ago. You know, Kevin Love just being consistently inconsistent. And Jetty Osmond, we know the book on Jetty Osmond. There's just so many different factors in regards to that bench unit. And I'm not going to make excuses for it. I'm just going to sit here and say we know what the problems are in regards to that. We know how much we've had to talk about the lack of production from that bench because they've had to lean – this Cleveland Cavaliers team has had to lean entirely too much on the talents of Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley and Jared Allen and Darius Garland. They just had to rely on that starting unit far too much. And four out of those five starters generally do provide you with a big offensive portion of the points scored on a nightly basis. But you cannot expect that time and time again. You have to get more production out of your bench. That's just not going to cut it. 26 points from your bench is just not going to cut it, especially when you look at the high minute totals that this team is currently uh, handing out to their starters. You can't do that. I mean, for instance, Donovan Mitchell played the entire fourth quarter. And look, we know Donovan Mitchell was not even feeling great heading into that game. There's been a lot of sickness going around. There's been a lot of flu and colds going around. We saw uh, Jared Allen exited a game uh, a few games back because of it. Donovan Mitchell has been uh, hasn't been feeling that well lately, and it showed last night. It just wasn't his, you know, optimal self against Minnesota. But he again played the entire fourth quarter, and you could tell that he was struggling to get through it. I mean, you just even when you look at his style line, obviously that makes it apparent, but. Donovan Mitchell in a night when he's not feeling well and he's, you know, obviously he, he, he doesn't have it going. 37 minutes, he led the Cavs in, in, in minutes against Minnesota. He went five to 16 from the field, two and nine from three point range. Uh, only took four free throws. And we know that's kind of, um, uncharacteristic of him because we know he likes to draw fouls. We know he's able to at will. Just not a good showing. Uh, in particular, from him, but I can't necessarily blame him because he's exhausted for one for two, just not feeling well, so hopefully that changes you know hopefully he's starting to feel better and uh according to Chris Fedor, you know he's not listed as uh ill for this upcoming matchup against the pelicans, but I say all that to say. You cannot continue – if you're J.B. Bickerstaff, you cannot continue to ride these starters the way that you are. You have to find ways to get them rest. I'm hoping that with the return of Ricky Rubio, a lot of the minute distribution is getting ready to change, and I think it will. And I think, honestly, that's going to take an even bigger spiral once Dean Wade comes back, who knows how long that's going to be, but I do know that he will eventually return, and that's going to throw another wrench into the rotation here. And and how many minutes certain guys are getting? I mean, we've already seen it—the minutes disbursement kind of be a little bit odd here. I mean, you you know, you can pretty much guarantee that four out of the five starters—Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley—are all going to crack thirty plus minutes on a nightly basis. Uh, but when you get to that. Fifth starter who is currently Isaac Accor right now, their minutes are already very low. I mean, Isaac played 15 minutes against Minnesota. Just 15. So a lot of his a lot of his minutes is going to the bench. That a lot of those minutes went to Karis Levert. Some of them went to Jetty, some of them went to Lamar. Uh, but your your bench leading minute getter was Karis LeVert with 31 minutes. And Karis didn't have a bad game by any means, 12 points four rebounds, three assists, four of eight from the field, plus four on the night. Uh, But you're not going to be able to continuously count on Karis LeVert to be consistent either. And then, again, we've already talked about Kevin Love and his defensive lapses at times. And, uh, frankly, if Kevin Love is not giving you a lot offensively in terms of rebounding, in terms of shooting the basketball, especially from range, Kevin Love's minutes are probably going to go down uh, from game to game. They're they're not going to be consistent. I, I'd expect him to see anywhere between twenty to twenty four minutes as things com- continue to shake out here in regards to uh, getting back to full strength. Jetty Osman, sixteen minutes. Ricky Rubio still working his way back from injury, thirteen minutes. I do not expect that to change anytime soon as they work him way work his way back into uh, game shape. Um, then you you got guys like Lamar Stevens who are you know. Hopefully going to be continued to give and run But I just don't know at this point In time again JB Bakerstaff has got to figure this Out he's got to shorten minute totals for These starters especially Donovan Mitchell I don't know how he's going to Accomplish that I just know that he has To but specifically In regards to this game Just got to do better Just absolutely no Excuse for the way That this one ended uh, with that said, you know, we got to move on and to that end. The Cavs will take on the New Orleans Pelicans back at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on MLK Day, uh, MLK Day, which happens to be tomorrow. So I'm hoping that they get into that one with a bit more energy. They're going to have the home court advantage, uh, you know, in their corner. And New Orleans is already facing some injury roles themselves with Zion Williamson currently out right now with a hamstring. So with that said, go Cavs. Have a good night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.